family of grace welcome to another episode of daily grace with alan wonder chapter edition and today's wonder chapter is second samuel verse 9 it's still raining very heavily here and you forgive me because of the raindrop noise in the background but we're going to move on we shan't be put to rest Let's start with the word of prayer. Most of them, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of your spirit for the day. Thank you for today. I thank you for giving us a chance of seeing today, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts and our actions and our words. What you have done and what you have called to do, Father, I pray that may you forgive us. May you help mercy on us, Father, put all our plans and aspirations into your hands, that you may bless them and let them align with yours, Father, all those who are sick, all those who have lost hope, all those who are going through our Lord, Father, may you send them your Holy Spirit to come and guide them and be with them in whatever that we do. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name, and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And without wasting time, let us go to straight to this wonder chapter it's another short wonder chapter it's very short and i think we have just one message to pick across let's read it first david and mephibosheth forgive me for that name sorry david asked is there anyone still left of the house of saul to whom i can show kindness for jonathan's sake now there was a servant of saul's household named ziva they summoned him to appear before david and the king said to him are you ziva at your service he replied the king asked is there no one still alive from the house of saul to whom i can show god's kindness ziva answered the king there's still a son of jonathan he is lame in both feet where is he the king answered Ziba answered, he is in the house of Makir, son of Amil, in Lord Deba. So the king had him brought from Lord Deba, from the house of Makir, son of Amil. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said. To him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your father Saul, and you'll always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, "What is your servant, and what, and what, you should notice a dead dog like me?" The king summoned Ziba, Saul's steward, and said to him, "I have given." your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of his sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. Now you'll forgive me for slaughtering the names there. It's really hard for me to pronounce some of those names. But that's our one chapter for today. And let us go straight to the message that I have for you guys today from today's one chapter. And the first message from the two, I have two messages. The first one comes from verse seven. Don't be afraid, David said to him. 
For surely I will show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore you and all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, and you always eat at my table. I don't know if you remember, but if you have been following this series keenly, remember when David had to hide in a field. That part, that time when Jonathan um went with the other young boy and a spear, I mean and arrows. The last time when he helped Jonathan escape, when, he, when Jonathan helped David escape, Jonathan and David made a vow, and David had made a vow to always and always favor him and his descendants. And we see even after Jonathan had died, David does not forget about Jonathan and that favor. And this is why he even calls his servant and asks them, but isn't there anyone remaining from Saul's, um, can I say, lineage. And there was one, that was Jonathan's son. He was living both feet though. And Saul called him and treated him, gave him a VIP treatment. What message am I trying to say? We should not really always forget about the promises that we make with our fellow Christians. So many times I've talked about the promises that we make with the Lord, but this time I want us to insist on the ones we make with our fellow Christians. So many times we forget, or so many times I don't know. We break our covenants that we make with our fellow Christians. We try to look for excuses, you know. We try to, to pardon ourselves, yet we always make these you know the promises that you make yourself. You know the promises that you make with your fellow Christian neighbors. And today David just gives us a very good reminder and a very good example that we should always and always remember our words. We should be men and women of virtue. That if I say A, I'm going to be A. If I say B, it's going to be B. And that I will not give up so easily. When you go to verse 13, that's lastly, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a very short one, the chapter. Verse 13, what does it say? And Mephibosheth lived in Israel because he always ate in the king's table. He was lame in both feet. I always tell you, you are never too little for God, or you are not, you are never imperfect for the Lord. You are just perfect for the Lord, and the Lord can use you. And when your time comes, He will use you, and nothing will stop the Lord from using you when your time comes. We could see that this boy was lame and barefoot, but that did not stop his, can I say, um, purpose that did not stop his destiny from being fulfilled once the lord wants to use you whether you are deformed whether you are what he will use you let that sink in you can imagine now a lame man was eating on the table with the king even him he was wondering but when the Lord decides to use you, when the Lord decides that, hey, it is your time, it is your time. And when he decides it is your day, it is your day. You just have to believe and you just have to hold on and you just have to trust the Lord because he has a special plan for him. You can imagine all what this boy went through growing up with no feet. I think he could have been laughed at, he could have been what, but God had a special place for him. God had a plan for him. God had a purpose for him. 
And when God put him in that destination, his doors started opening. You see, they returned everything that belonged to his, uh, I think, grandfather's soul. And he was now the leader. He had servants, you know. The Lord picked him from eh to uh. He picked him from nothing to somewhere. And that is... That should give us faith. That should give you strength. That when your time comes, the Lord will put you somewhere as well. I want to get some time. Read Second Samuel chapter nine. What do you get? What message do you get? Feel free to write to us, Daily Grace with Alan at yahoo.com, or send us a direct message on Instagram at Daily Grace with Alan. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty love God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us. Father, I want to thank you for always fighting for our cause. Father, so many times we are gone astray. So many times we have broken our promises, especially with fellow Christians. So many times we have felt so small. So many times we have felt so imperfect for you. But today we see all that that the lord can use anyone that you can use any one of us whether we lack a limb whether we lack two limbs whether we are what when is our time is our time and no one else can say otherwise but you almighty father may you continue protecting us may you continue gracing us and may you always look down on us and fill us with the holy spirit to guide us through this journey we pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen